Hi everyone, this is Mag. This is um, Nevea. And we're with Mom and Daughter Goals. Goals! <laughs> so today we're gonna talk about the exposure that we've gotten out of life and how it makes a difference. Um, the things that you expose to people basically defines them and makes them into the person that they're gonna be. So, Vea's going to start with a little introduction of how exposing herself to different things has made her into a successful young lady. The day I found out that I was taking a trip to Orlando, Florida was the best time of my life. Like, I was literally talking about it all the time. I felt like I was going to be in summer during winter. The plane was super high. I'm just, wait, in just a minute. So I saw all the clouds and uh, we had our earplugs in our ears because when the plane goes up high, it kind of like puts pressure on our ears. So yeah. When I was finally in Florida, everything was different. There was palm trees, it was hot outside, I even went, went to Disney World. Oh, and I saw the one electrical pole shaped as Mickey. So try to go to different places that you've always wanted to go to um, so you can finally say you went there. Are you finished? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, how did um, how did walking into Disney World make you feel? It made me feel amazing. Why? Why did it make you feel amazing? What are different things that you felt? Because I saw the Disney castle light up and all the fireworks. Did you did you feel inspired? Hmm. Inspiration, motivation. Yeah. Yeah. I felt inspired. How about when you first felt the plane lift off of the ground? How did you feel? I felt like I was on top of the world. <laughs> Me too. Every time I fly a plane, I feel like I'm on top of the world. Um. So how did make. So I got Nevaeh into dance about a year and a half ago. No, I would say like almost two years now. She hasn't been in dance recently because we moved. So we're trying to find a new dance program. But she was in dance uh, the last little bit of time that we were in Delaware. And I would say to me that I've seen a lot of confidence grow out of her. She was very sure of herself, and when she performs on the stage, she, like, there's a different level of, like, girl power there that I've never seen in her. So how did you feel, like, dancing on stage and being supposed to dance and, like, having that teammate of girls that you could go to and confide in? 
I felt I felt like I was just I don't know I felt special when I was on that stage you felt special and then how did I didn't even practice I only practiced in the dance studio (laughs) okay so now we're not practicing (laughs) we're just living it like we're large we're just showing up and doing the job you know we get everything right on the first try that's how we are we are the Mercado family well well I'm Mercado she's William so um (laughs) so how did when you were in your practices was there anything that was challenging to you was there anything that you couldn't get right that your teacher kind of had to like walk you through and give you confidence like how did you get that like sassiness because you didn't have that before i got that sassiness um from like practicing in the studio Mm -hmm. with other girls yeah because other i've seen other girls they had that sassiness yeah so sometimes when you're around people and they're kind of like in the energy in the vibe that you want to be in you start to connect with them and you start to it starts to bring that out of you and you start to want to do almost what they're doing because you're so like a like that's what you want to do so when you see them doing it you're like oh let me do that too so when you put yourself around the right people and the right kind of energy it kind of leads you into that place um i would say for me as far as exposure goes when i went to columbia i was like first of all that was the best place i've ever been to columbia is the funnest trip i've ever had i've paid thousands of dollars to go to a resort i've paid thousands of dollars to go on vacations in california but i never had as much fun as i did in columbia and that didn't even cost me but a couple hundred dollars um we booked an airbnb and we kind of just stayed with the locals and then we kind of figured out what we were going to do from there and Colombia opened my eyes to new foods. Like they have, first of all, they have the best food there. The best food, the best Spanish food that you ever had. I'm sorry, I know I'm Puerto Rican and I'm so breaking the law right now, but I need to go to Puerto Rico. I've never been there. And as sad as it sounds, but I have been to Colombia and they have some really good food. So you have to try it out. Um, Cuba. I would say that it exposed me to more of like, uh, it opened up my mind to like be more grateful because when I went to Cuba, there wasn't a lot of options. And in America, we all know there's so many options here. Like when we go to a grocery store, we have 20 different options on what kind of milk we're about to buy. Wow, I didn't even know that. No, we really do. <laughs> you don't even know it because it's so normal to you. But when we go to cuba you better be lucky that they have milk on the aisle that day because they might not and then you're gonna have to come the next day or the next day or the next day or you might have to go find your own cow and milk it yourself so that's the kind of difference in culture that i saw there there wasn't a huge amount of like entertainment because you really had to know someone who lived there to find it there were like in the cut kind of places um 
we didn't have too much time and we didn't have a lot of time to do a lot of stuff like that. I wish we would have had more time, but we didn't. And um, like Columbia, it was it was readily available. So like if you wanted to do something, anyone on the street could have told you what to do. But in Cuba, it was a little bit more private. So, um, so yeah, so that's what I kind of experienced in Cuba. But in Cuba, we also went on the mountains and we rode horses and the amount of food that they give you is like the normal proportions of what you're supposed to eat because in America they give you too much like they give you like probably three times the amount you're supposed to eat and in Cuba they give you like the amount that you're supposed to eat they give you a little bit at a time and I thought to myself I was like oh like this must be like because like they don't have a lot but then I thought about it when I got home and I was like no because like you're not supposed to eat that much so that's just very interesting when people come to the American culture and they see how big our portions are and they see everything that we have readily available and they see that like we have a McDonald's on every corner they get excited but really like I don't know are those things to really get excited about or is it just different from what you're used to so that was my experience in Cuba um when I when we talk about exposure I think about different exposures that I went through in my lifetime so exposing myself I exposed myself to musicals in high school and I was a very shy person just growing up in general so when I was growing up, I was super shy. I didn't like to talk to anyone. Like me. I didn't like to talk a lot. <laughs> I was very, like, in the background. I mean, I'm still kind of like that, but I know how to, like, walk up to somebody and say something and kind of, like, I'm a, I'm more of a sales girl now, so it's different. But I, they, I would say that you're a little bit different from me because you, if you want to do something, you'll do it. And I think that that has a little bit of to do with me being so shy when I was little. And maybe I tried to get you to be more out there. But if you want to do something, you'll do it. Me, if I wanted to do something, I'd be like, nope, not doing it. Nope. Like, I will figure out a way not to do it if it had to do with me putting myself out there. So in high school, there was these musicals and I wanted to sing and I wanted to like dance. So I put myself into that world and I, um, it's not necessarily the kind of dance that I wanted to do or the kind of singing that I wanted to do, but it was something, it was a start. It was a start of me getting out there, being in front of audience and kind of like seeing how that went. And it went really well. I got lots of great feedback from that. Um, I can't even believe that I did that till when I think about it to this day. First of all, I played a boy, a little boy, <laughs> and I'm a girl, so that was funny. Um, but I always wanted to be into like acting and dancing, and um, that was my first time really putting myself out there. So I would say that like made me a little less shy than I used to be and so when I got into like my career world and what I wanted to do with my life that helped me speak to people speak to the right people and help me sell things even if it was just selling myself or selling myself to a company or selling um, retail I used to do retail for a long time 
or like now I do property management so I sell properties or apartments and condos and things like that so um, yeah that helped me build confidence in that area and if I see someone who's very interesting to me I'll just approach them and it's not an issue so I would say now in my life is there anything that you're exposing yourself to now in your lifetime now that you feel like is gonna be like a really big benefit for you king of pressure (laughs) obviously why king of pressure because it exposed me to rich people rich people and how rich people do stuff around there's only rich people in King of Prussia, y'all. There ain't no broke people here. Just kidding. <laughs> there's broke people everywhere. If there's rich people, there's broke people. <laughs> so. Representatives. <laughs> I said this. <laughs> so, what in King of Prussia, what about, okay, so you said rich people. What about rich people will benefit, what about being exposed to rich people will benefit you in the future? teaches me how to like um save my money save your money okay that's because why rich people are rich because they said because they save money because they, they know how to save money mm-hmm. tigger do they know how to save money do tigger's you know our dog how, by the way do you know how to he's sitting here with us money? now Tigger doesn't know how to save money. He only knows how to spend money. He he only knows how to ruin stuff, but he's the best dog ever. So, yeah, so how to save money. I can agree. So being uh, somewhere where you're exposed to rich people, I wouldn't more so concentrate on the aspect of saving money because I'm a little bit older and Faye's 10, if you guys didn't know. She's 10 years old. She'll be 11 in October. And I am 27. I'll be 28 in May. And we're just seeing life in a different point of view because we're definitely at different point of ages. So when I think about being exposed to rich people, I don't more so think about saving money. I more so think about attitude. Um rich people I, will, I wouldn't even say rich I would just say wealthy wealthy people tend to have a certain kind of attitude and it could be really good or it could be bad but um, most of what I've seen around here and it's not really to offend anyone but this is what I've experienced I've seen a lot of entitlement and I'm not used to that because when I grew up, it was like you work hard for what you get, and if you don't work for hard, if you don't work hard for it, you won't get it. So um, when I see people here and they're like just very entitled and they're not really like doing anything to get it, but they're just used to that lifestyle, and then maybe their parents had that or maybe their family had that. Um, even I've seen little kids be very entitled. I'm talking like two or three years old, but very entitled. And they scream and they stomp and they bang on the walls. And I'm just very in shock because I'm just like, if I did that, my mom would beat my booty. Like she would not allow that. I had a lot of respect when I was a child. If I had to apologize to my mom, I wrote her an essay on a dry erase board and I left it in front of my bedroom. Like I didn't play those games. And Nevaeh is a very respectful kid. So she doesn't like 
she's very like if she knows she does something wrong she will apologize to me for it and she'll know what she did wrong and if she's like feeling like oh I didn't do that wrong and mom you're just tripping she will let my mom know about it and my mom will let me know about it because <laughs> she feels more comfortable with my mom which is fine um but I'm just like looking at the people here and I'm like wow like that's amazing that your attitude is like that and I'm just very like what comes to me comes to me and I'm gonna fight whatever comes to me and you're very like oh no I can pay whatever comes to me and I'm just like uh you can't really but since you feel like that we'll just make that your world um so that's a difference that I've seen here is a difference in attitude I wouldn't say it's a place that I'm most comfortable. I'm very uncomfortable here, I would say. I'm more comfortable in places where there's a lot more diversity, where there's a lot more like maybe some people are low income, some people are high income, some people are mid-class. Um, just because I like a lot of diversity, in, including like cultures and races and... Um, you know, social classes and things like that. But here is kind of like you get one or none. But anyways, we just wanted to talk about um, our exposure to different things in life and how it affected us. Thea, is there anything else that you kind of want to like concentrate on? I want to say that me being exposed to dance was fun. And when I left, I was very sad because it's just a very sad thing to leave the dance studio. Um, my favorite place was Stage Lights, and that's the first dance studio I went to. And yeah, that's when I learned how to dance. And I just wanted to take this time to say, I love you, Stage Lights, and I'll never forget you, and I'll miss you. I'll miss my friends and everything like that so bye bye we love stage lights if you're in delaware and you have children under the age i i think it goes all the way up to high school i don't even know but stage lights is an amazing program for girls um really i mean i i don't even know they may take boys too i honestly don't know i know that it just tends to be like typically girls like dance, so they put girls in dance. But if you have a boy that likes dance, put them into Stage Lights. Stage Lights is an amazing program. They pick your kids up from school. Um, if they don't pick your kids up from school, you just have to drop your child off at the center there. But they are amazing. They do the real deal, and it really does build a great group for your daughters and sons, and it builds a great group. Um, they put like a recital together every year and it was very professional and very well put together. And um, I would definitely a hundred, a thousand percent recommend them. <laughs> they were they were a really nice uh, group of people. So stage lights, 100 percent. If anyone knows of any dance places in King of Prussia or any dance teams in King of Prussia for younger girls, please don't hesitate to let me know in the comments because we are looking for a place we just don't want to pick the wrong one so let me know and you can follow us on instagram at magmercado.com have a great night
Have a great night. Bye. <laughs> we also just want to mention that exposure um, is brought into our lives from uh, Allen House Studios. So Allen House Studios, Kevin Allen Digital is is currently doing a, a campaign on exposure, exposing different people to different things makes a difference in their future. So if you can visit KevinAllenDigital.com or AllenHouseStudios.com, you will see what the campaign is all about and the event that we had regarding the campaign. If you have any questions, please reach out to us by DM. Vea, do you have anything to say? Okay, let me interrupt. Okay, let me take over and interrupt. I wanted to mention about this. Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. You might not know where that is, but we went there on restaurant week this week, and it was crazy. It was like the waiter, she, she, I don't mean to be rude, but she insulted me, and like we were coming in, and so we asked for um, a s- seats, and we said there's um, five in the party, but there was really supposed to be four. She didn't know that I was coming, so then um, mommy said, that we had a kid, which was me. So, um, she was like, you mean, does she need a high chair? That was what the waiter was like. I was like, did you just insult me? (laughs) So then we waited a couple minutes and then we found our seats and then we talked a lot and stuff. And then at the end, mostly, um, our waiter, Jim, was, um, he looked at Mrs. Sarah, which is Kevin Allen's mom, and he said, excuse me, ma'am, you have a little meal. Are you, are you still eating? (laughs) And I was like, Excuse me, sir, are you still waiting? (laughs) Okay, okay, let me stop interrupting. You can go. (laughs) (laughs) Vea is hilarious, first of all. If y'all don't know her, y'all better know her because she's hilarious. But yeah, no, it was very interesting. (laughs) Restaurant week in King of Prussia. As soon as we arrived to the restaurant, the lady was like, I'm sorry, you have five? We only have four. And I was like, okay, I'm so sorry, but we actually have five instead of four. And she was like, okay, so? And I'm like, okay, so? And she's kind of like, so what do you want to do? And I'm like, what do you want to do? Are you going to fix the problem? Or um, should we wait? Like, what's the solution to the problem here? And she's like, 
well, I guess. And I'm like, I guess we're going to wait and you're going to figure out the solution because I also work in customer service and I deliver great customer service and I expect more customer service than this. But anyways, and she's like, does a child need a high chair? I look at Nevaeh and I'm like, um, she's probably higher than the sky. So she does not need a high chair. And she's just like, oh, okay, doesn't apologize she does she really doesn't care and then we go sit down at the table and we have a great waiter who pays us no mind the whole time and so that's our experience at ruth and chris's um i heard great things about that place but i would not say to go there I didn't feel like the food was great. I felt like Ocean Prime had better steak, and Ocean Prime is in Center City and in other places. I felt like most of what made my decision and what I'm saying today is the customer service. The customer service was very poor. Um, but that that's just me. So if you feel like you want to go there, then feel free because I have no problem with that, and you are more than welcome to. Have a nice day. Yeah. And that's what we're going to get into the next um, podcast video. So, yeah. Bye. Have fun. Have a nice night. Bye. Good night.